Welcome to the Nancy Fuller Show. We're so happy that you're here and tuning in to your favorite celebrity chef, host of Farmhouse Rules, Holiday Baking Championship, Spring Baking Championship, and author of best-selling cookbook, Farmhouse Rules. You'll find her podcast is authentic, real, so if you're used to listening to Nancy with the little ones, this show might be best heard with those headphones on or perhaps with our wee ones out of the room. This show is about Nancy unfiltered, authentic, talking to you from her heart. If you would like to participate with the show, please go to Instagram, follow Nancy at Fuller Farmer, or if you would like to send us a question or a comment about the show, please email contact at fullerfarmer.com. And without further ado, we'll jump into the first episode, the first of many, of the Nancy Fuller Show. Okay, we're going to record this week's podcast. We got some really actually great fans. So early on when we announced you were doing a podcast, you got some good questions. Go on. I don't see you. All right. Now you're back. It's because of the, the Zoom background. You know how it's like wonky? Yes. All right. Are you ready to answer some fan questions? How do I t- make you speak louder? I mean, you got to turn that up on your computer, Mom and Aunt. I can scream into your ear. <laughs> well, where's the damn thing that makes it go? Oh, that. Where's I'm, the Where's yeah. the volume? On your keyboard, top right. Louder or softer? I'd like it a little louder. I've turned it up. Good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Happy Friday. Okay. Fans want to know, I mean, people are excited for your podcast, Nance. I I think what you want to talk to them about, things that they don't get to see or never saw on Farmhouse Rules, the real you. Which, not that you weren't real, but a more unfiltered. Yeah, more unfiltered. And then, you know, obviously the baking championships, they also see you for a bit and they're dying for you more. But they want to know the real you. And a couple of people who are joining late to, to your Instagram from baking championships, they actually don't know your story of how like your whole life. They don't, they don't know. They just love your sass and your spunk, but they don't know your whole story, the farm, how you grew up, what, how you got into food. So I thought maybe you could start with that. Um, I think my being in, I think my getting into food was like a given because I was raised on a farm. So everything that I see today when 70 years ago was just taken for granted. That's, you got your vegetables out of the ground. You got your meat out of the barn. Um, And so because I think that was just the epitome of authenticity, 
that's what I grew up with. And so I was never, I was really never exposed to fast food. And then after I married and I started raising children, I just kept with that, with that kind of life. I mean, I, I didn't allow potato chips. I didn't allow soda. I didn't allow commercially made cookies unless it was a huge treat. My kids never knew what um, sugared cereal was. They saw it advertised and they begged for it. But um, ironically, I had a conversation with Kim yesterday. Kim is my uh, one of the six kids. I'm trying to think. She's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> she's in her forties. Anyway, I said, well, did I ever, do you remember ever having, you know, a special treat? She said, no, mom. Wow. We, we never, we never had that special, whatever sugar cereal it might've been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but you're not against processed food today because you know people are really stressed. I mean, and now more. Well, I've always said fresh is best. Now in this climate, yes, of course, fresh is best unless you're unless you're stressed. Um, and many more people are are stressed at an earlier age than. Well, I'm not sure age has anything to do with it at all. But I think that I think that people are more prone to stress today than they were in our day because it's a much faster paced life. And the kids are so much more involved in, or were um, in school and in activities right. than we as raising six kids on the farm. Um, my, my kids were in sports but there wasn't a lot of extracurricular activity and, and there was never a question of not having dinner together. I mean, that just didn't exist. We sat down at the table um, between six and 6.30 every single solitary night, 365 days a year. And today I think uh, Nita who has four children I, I'm not sure that um, they eat at a dinner table more than once or twice a week. Yeah. And that might be breakfast. Um, and in Kim's house, I think they each, each person kind of fends for themselves. They're all on a, um, a, a diet of some sort. Mm -hmm. um, this week, Isabella's a vegan. Um, Kim doesn't eat meat but eats other, she doesn't eat red meat, but eats other species of protein. Mm -hmm. And Laz is a big meat eater. So for them, it's just easy for each one of them to fend for themselves. Um, so that's a language I don't understand. And that's a language that I don't condone when I have everyone all together. And because no phones, I, right? There's no phones at the table. No phones no phones ever at the table. And, and I remember we took them all out. Well, we take them out for dinner a lot when we're all together. Um, but the kids were here. It happened twice. Once we were in Albany 
and we had all the kids at one table and all the adults at the other table. And David looked over and they weren't communicating. They were all on their phones. So mm-hmm. he, he just picked up all their phones. He took all their phones away. There's 13 of them. Mm. Um, and that's our purpose. Our purpose is to bring them together for their communication and their, and their, their relationships with each other. That's what's important to us that, that these are, that these are nurtured over the years mm-hmm. and we're blessed because they, you know, the older they get, the more important it is to them to be, to be together in the emotional sense. Yep. You know, yep. the younger ones are still playing and it's all taken for granted, but now the older ones really want to be together. Um, they would like their phones and some of the younger ones, um, maybe the 12 to 14, they really want their phones, but not in my house. How have you seen phones change? I mean, technology change people in their connecting with family. I mean, I know pre COVID when you could go out, Nancy, like there would be people at the table on a date, but they both would have their phones out and they'd be on it, even though they're sitting across from each other. And like, then the server would come and they might like look at the server, but do you see this too? I mean, (laughs) all the time, all the time. I'm appalled, absolutely (laughs) appalled. Why would you even bother to go out for dinner and have that fabulous experience eating gourmet food and, and this is what I've seen. I was in a fancy, fancy restaurant one night. Banquettes, beautiful. Mm. The couple next to us were sitting next to each other and it was elegant, it was special, it was lovely. They never spoke. They were both on their phones and they never spoke. I, I that was my, my dinner. Um, my dinner conversation was all about them and how they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just appalled by it. Um, and, and again, it, it happens, but when we're with our kids, we take the phones away. Yeah. But what if you're a tired parent? Because I mean, I mean, there's some people that they're just so exhausted, you know, and putting an iPad on, I mean, frankly, Nancy, the days of, I mean, six kids is a little house on the prairie. I mean, you had this serene, incredible setting. Right. I mean, a lot of us don't, right? So- right, and most don't, most don't. And, and today, especially. And yeah. so, yes, it's different for my children. Right. It's different. I'm speaking to my elderly mentality and- what I, my expectations are and what I create when bringing all these family together, which I do twice a year, I have that right to take away those phones. Right. Because it's all on my nickel and it's all on my, you know, like I make the rules. Right. When you're under my roof, you go by my rules. And the little, some of the kids will say, oh, we're not going to go to Gigi's house today, are we? And of course, 
they are because they're visiting right and you know there's there's no there's no choice um but it's a week you know it's two weeks out of their lives and uh and it's a help i keep all the kids at my house and i put the parents in the hotels so it gives them a break um and i and i think it's good because they won't contradict me where they'll contradict their parents and put up a fight and yeah um and so on so it gives them a couple years a couple a couple weeks a year to know that they can relate to someone other than through a piece of technology mm-hmm. you know they they experience that so that's great for me um as far as the kids in their own home I would probably have had lap uh, tops for all six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can we go back how six happened? <laughs> how what? How did six happen? Like what? Oh, well, in my case, it was yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> I got it. Okay. And, and, uh, and I was blessed. I was an only child. All I could all I ever wished for was a large family. Really? Careful, careful what you wish for. <laughs> but I loved it. It was it was absolutely fantastic. You know, the kids would probably say maybe not the same thing because they had chores. Yeah, it was real. It was real. It was right. real life then. Right. And and though I didn't ask them to do anything in the kitchen, at, you know, they didn't have to cook or get ready. Right or prep or anything like that, but they did have to do dishes. They did have to set the table. They did have to clear the table, wipe the table. Um, And I think that gives children responsibility and builds character. And that's where it all stems from. And I'm not sure, I think people should take the time to do that today and they don't because they're stressed. They're so stressed. I mean, and now you're also, you have to teach your child because if you are a parent, the kids are learning at home. You have to, I mean, it's a lot on a parent. Um, but you know, you bring up something about a blended family because a lot of people, what 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? So you're likely to fall in love with somebody who may come with children. I mean, was that hard? No. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't initially. Yes, once once you're all in this family, um, there are issues. You know, are these children going to get along? Um, you know, you want to create you want to create a family unit. Yeah. So it's a little bit extra work to do that. So you have to have, you know, you really have to know that person that you're going to make a family with because you have to be on the same plane. Mm-hmm. Um, blood is thicker than water, water is thicker than blood. Well, so I want to bring up something because Nancy, you are such a love bug. Everybody loves you and there's family and then there's chosen family because there are some people who their families, right? They, they don't, for some reason, get along with their blood family. Right. How, I mean, 
how do you not stay? How, how do you talk to those people that like pick you, right? Because <laughs> you're so, so loving. You have so many children that are non-family, right. blood, non-blood. Um, what do you say to those kids or people like that who have to choose their family? Well, I think it's, it's so sad to me that what's wrong with these parents that don't absolutely adore their offspring? You know, it just baffles my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and, and because of that, and I think, I think I had a little of that. I remember thinking I was adopted. So there wasn't a lot of nurturing. Wow. Um, and what made you think you were adopted? I don't know. You know, I really can't put my finger on it, except to say that there was just this lack of, of nurturing or this lack of belonging to this, you know, this whole family unit. I think mm. being an only child, it was more isolated mm -hmm. and the parents had their own agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, mine were drinkers. Um, so I think about that as far as people gravitating to me or me gravitating to someone that's not in their own happy family you know there's there's probably um a draw between those two people yeah you know that that i'm seeing maybe the loneliness of that of one person because they're isolated from their parents Mm -hmm. And that person is seeing me with all these children and, you know, the warmth that I exude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is very, very important. And I think kids are, are, they're not necessarily shunned, but I think that they're, I think they by, by design can be aloof. And then if the parents aren't strong and, and demanding of their, of their time or their, or their passion or whatever it might be, um, mm. they get lost. You know, each one, there's a lack of communication between the parent and the child. And then it starts, you know, yep. then that diversity. Um, the cycle. Yeah, the cycle mm -hmm. starts to, you know, starts to snowball and, and gets, gets worse. Yeah. And then you make a break, you know, and then you make a break. You, you, yep. I think you can, you can go through that turmoil until maybe you're 25 years old. And then you have to realize that instead of, of, um, you know, living in that, in mm -hmm. that depressed environment and feeling lonely and feeling unloved, you have to take yourself, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make sure it doesn't happen to you. Forget the past, forget whatever ailments you had emotionally, get on with your life, find your own way, create your own vision future and 
and go for that and, you know, embrace the present and look for the future and let bygones be bygones, Mm. get rid of the negativity in your life. And I think at 25, you're old enough to do that and should do that. Yeah. I want to end, I want to end Nancy on, because, you know, we've, we've gone about 23 minutes here, but you, you're really a big believer in removing negativity. So I, I want to end with some advice to your listeners, because you talk a lot, you've, you've mentored me on that negative people, negative energy. I mean, you've, you've been so forward to say is it's what keeps you young and, and energized. So talk about how that's helped your life and why folks really need to take seriously removing negativity and what that means. Well, I think when somebody's negative, it automatically puts this feeling inside you that's draining. Yeah. So you're losing your energy. You're losing your vibe. You're losing your optimism. You're losing what makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And so once that happens over and over and over again, you're depleted. You, the person that's taking in all this negativity, can't swim to the top anymore. You drown in negativity. And so you have to rid yourself of that because the only person that's going to take care of you is you. At the end of the day, people can profess, profess to, you know, Oh, I'll take care of you. I'll do whatever I can for you. Right. You know, and then I'll knock you down the second you start to get up Mm. because I want to possess you. Mm. Possession is negativity. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and that's, that's the biggest deterrent of you moving forward and living your life fully is having negativity around you, be it in a spouse, in a parent, in a, in a friend, in a boss, you know, you just need to take care of yourself and you need to be positive and you need to be happy. You need to smile. Negative people don't make you smile. Yeah. Choose happiness. Choose happiness. Choose happiness and choose to subscribe to The Nancy Fuller Show, which you can do on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please send us a question to Nancy directly, who responds personally to all of your messages and comments. You can find her on Instagram, at Fuller Farmer, or send us an email at contact at fullerfarmer.com. Thanks so much for listening. Choose happiness. And don't forget, be back for more episodes of The Nancy Fuller Show. Thank you.